The listeners are all here. I've taken the roll call and counted heads. There are a few absences from last week, but all their mothers have helpfully and dutifully contacted us with plausible excuses, and they will be excused this once, and only this once. Their mothers all sounded calm and rational, and able to cope with the situation in the short term, although they also all sounded remarkably like... But that's another story. Maybe. Even the handwritten notes we received bore the uncanny resemblance to... But I digress. Now we are all here, mostly. It is time for Gallatry FM. Today's question, what is a men here? If you're alone and sense that someone is behind you, and turn quickly round and then see that no one is there, you may think to yourself, thank God, I'm alone after all. If you're alone and feel totally isolated, you may look at yourself in a mirror and think to yourself, thank God, I'm not alone after all. But if you are alone and sense someone is behind you, turn quickly round and see yourself in the mirror, mouthing the words, run. You, citizen, are in gallantry again. Thank you, Eustace. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back. And now, community news. The long-awaited local funding initiative has finally managed to get underway. The first Gallatry-funded business has opened its doors today in the disused arcade next to the night shelter down on Friday Street. Earlier, we met up with the mayor, Ms. Lorna X, who commented on the development outside the council executive chamber. This is a great day for the future potential of Gallatry. As we promised, our policy offensive has begun. We're taking your hard-earned tax dollars and begun investing them back into Gallatry to build a new thriving economic quarter, bringing well-needed jobs and revitalising the old zombie area of town to boot. I'm pleased to announce that the landmark scheme called Funding Hope for No Hopers has finally got its first business off the ground. She continued. Of course, you cannot make an omelette without breaking eggs, so we'll have to close the night shelter on Friday Street until further notice in order to clean up the area and make it more attractive as a business destination. We cannot have a load of homeless people and zombies in tracksuits putting the Funding Hope for No Hopers campaign in jeopardy as we have just got our first business start-up. We asked the mayor where the homeless would now go to of a night. She cleared her throat and replied, Let's be clear, there are only three things that can stop our economic development here in Gallatry. Asking pointless questions, homeless zombie scum, and asking pointless questions. Thank you. Such leadership is a breath of fresh air, I'm sure you will agree, dear listeners. And that's why the body was found in the void behind the fireplace. Now, let's go over to our business desk. What is this new business that's open today, I hear you whimper. So we went down to Friday Street and had a look-see. Admittedly, we had expected a call centre, a drug testing clinic or a sweatshop to provide the much-needed jobs here considering the level of skills and ambition available in the town. 
But the new business is jauntily named Pirate Pete's Pizza Place and is a themed pizza delivery company, apparently. We asked the owner, Pete Perfecto, on how he came up with the name. He said, I simply named it after myself. It's a bit boring, really, so I added the pirate bit to add a little pizzazz. We are very happy and proud to be opening a new pizza delivery outlet here in Gallatry in conjunction with the council's Funding Hope for No Hopers campaign. Admittedly, the 100% seeding funding held a large sway in our decision to relocate it. Mr Perfecto continued. From experience in other towns, we've decided to spend the seeding money on speedy delivery vehicles, top quality kitchen equipment and the finest pizza ingredients. We didn't want to waste any money on pointless flashy premises like some of the competition that are already in town. That's why we can offer our pizzas at half the price of everyone else. Well, given those prices, ensure that you'll be inundated with new customers. Call free phone 0800 Pirate if you fancy trying a pirate pizza tonight. Next, we're investigating the link between certain products that cause low self-esteem and the recent event regarding identity morphing amongst Gallatry residents. Are such products as Manson & Manson's Mood Household Fragrance range causing undue negative karma? So we tested the plug-in range called Critique, which starts out as a slightly nasty whiff when you walk into the room which makes you look at the sole of your shoe. Turn it up to the full paranoid setting and it fills the room with aggressive whispers of a judging crowd when you turn your back on the plug-in. Our verdict, unsettling and unnecessary. Great as a gift for an enemy. But the aardvark got away. And now, breaking news. We are getting multiple reports of a strange dark object which has appeared in Gallatry Park, seemingly instantaneously. The first sighting was by local resident Christian Fawcett, aged 48. We asked Mr Fawcett what he saw. I was out walking the dog this morning before dawn and the dog came scampering back to me, acting scared and whimpering. I walked forward cautiously and suddenly I, well, simply walked into it. It, we asked. Mr Fawcett continued. It was as if I'd walked into a wall with my eyes closed. The surface is smooth and cool, not entirely cold. I suddenly became aware that it was conscious of my presence. And at this point I decided, well, to run. I ran as fast as I could until I reached the park gates. There I caught my breath. I was stooped, wheezing, leaning on the gatepost with the dog at my heels. And then I looked back into the darkness. What did you see then, Mr Fawcett? Although it was completely dark apart from the stars in the sky, all I could see was a large black silhouette across the horizon. Square, angular, simply sucking everything into its murk self, as big as a building. Well, dear listeners, as dawn breaks we remain at the park, and as a crowd begins to gather held back by Chief Anderson and his police colleagues, thousands of expectant eyes see the first rays of the sun across the park to show an immense dark rectangle seemingly with no edges but it's a hundred feet tall at least, tenebrous and brooding, sucking all light into itself and reflecting nothing, or just simply very, very unnerving, like seeing yourself in a mirror but with no head. A black men here that just is, just broods, just hates. What does it want here? Why has it come? We asked Chief Anderson for the official line. He urged caution. Remain calm, everyone. Until we know what this thing is, we should treat it carefully like we do with other strangers. Mistrusting, fearful, and make sure it doesn't look at our children or wives. This will give us enough time to organise the lynch mob. 
If it does anything else than just sit there, mind, then I'll panic like it's 1999. Well, that's sage advice from Chief Anderson. I'm sure you would agree. Let's get an expert view of the thing in the park. We went over to the Council Scientific Research Centre and asked for an opinion from the Council Scientific Officer, Miss Donna Penny. Well, let's consider what we know we know. It's massive, moody, malevolent and murky. It's a men here and it's in our midst. And then there's what we know we don't know. It's motives, it's meaning, how or why it moved here, it's mass or mental state. And finally, there are things we don't know we know. Like being able to tie a noose without ever having done it before in the heat of a mob situation, for example. Is that clear? If you need more information on this matter, please don't think about it, or depression might occur. Thank you. Well, thanks, Donna. That certainly cleared that up for our always curious listeners. And that's why Evelyn War was a cockney. Now, our regular slot, Voice of Gallantry. Let's go over to our roving reporter, Jenny Jennings. What are you picking up from the streets of Gallantry today, Jenny? Good morning. I'm walking through the deserted shopping centre trying to find someone to vox pop. I guess everyone is down at the park, looking at the men here, that's looking back down at them and hating them. I spoke to some Galatriarians earlier, and this is what they had to say. There are too many homeless zombies in the streets these days. I'm not saying that you should go out there and give them a good kicking or anything. I think the police should be doing that. I tried that new pirate pizza place. Bloody useless. I just ordered a 12-inch thin crust ham and a mushroom and got a deep pan pepperoni. It has happened every time I've ordered with those guys now. It's like they're just bringing random things, or even someone else's order. What a waste of hope funding. Oh, you aren't going to use my real voice, are you? I'm scared of the men here that hates. Why has it come here? Is it trying to hate our jobs, or hate our children, or hate our community-focused, multicultural, hard-working community ethic? Whatever happened to Jimmy Crow? He'd know what to do in the men here stroke zombie stroke pizza problems. Well, certainly a lot to think about from down here. Now back to the studio for discussion. As always, after the voice of Gallatry, we reflect on the issues raised and send any requests directly to the Council for action, as per the hotly contested amendment to the democracy clause in the devolved government mandate. Hey, remember that summer, listeners? We still refer to it as the Great August Expulsions round here. Anyway, let's get down to business. Firstly, an update from last week, when we discussed that we were becoming disconnected with the legal process. Lots of trials were dragging on and being delayed due to the reluctance of normal citizens to becoming jurors. Well, we've been working on it, and now we have a new process that we think will increase the juror participation markedly. The main reason that people don't want to become jurors is that most cases involve boring crimes and the jury is really only concerned with the guilt or otherwise of the accused. So we suggested the following wheeze. Every citizen is on a council database. We simply pick out the name at random every Saturday night after the lottery and go and arrest the person concerned. This individual will now be known as the guilty party and the court proceedings sit entirely with the jury. As the guilty party is already guilty, there is no need for an expensive judge. The jury then questions the guilty party, who then deliberate of what crime he or she has committed, and then sentence is passed from the tariff manual. The tariff manual is a living document that is fed by public opinion, thought gleaned from passers-by outside the council offices. So, cheap, democratic, flexible. 
And now we have a waiting list for jury participation. Problem solved. Our topic from today's discussion is the homeless zombie issue as brought up by a Vox Pop participant earlier with Jenny. Here we go. Homelessness is the problem here, not those who are affected by it. We should not be using emotive language such as homeless zombie scum or zombie beggar filth, which has racist overtones. We simply don't have enough jobs here for everyone. Therefore, the more feeble-minded, lazy and dirty citizen hasn't got a job and therefore has no money. With no money, they cannot afford a home and so they'd sponge off the precious town's coffers lounging around in the night shelter. In order to create more jobs and to help the homeless, we've had to shut the night shelter to make way for the new economic quarter development. So the problem now is what do we do with the homeless who are now loafing around on the streets all day and night, begging and getting in everybody's way? What more can be done to help these people? Even the applications for the funding Hope for No Hopers scheme had no uptake. Frankly, it's their own fault. We just want them to go away now. So here's the plan. We don't want to make being a homeless zombie illegal per se, as this might be considered discriminatory. So we're going to find those loafing on the civic streets and designate an area where the various homeless brethren can be concentrated where there is no pavement tax, as we now call it. As of this morning, we have nominated Gallatry Park as being underutilised by legitimate park-going citizens due to men here fear. Call it a concentration area, or camp, if you like. Remember, economic quarter creates jobs. Jobs begets money. Money begets housing. Homelessness no longer an excuse. Feckless homeless hidden behind a giant black men here until they get off their lazy backsides and get with a civic programme here. Problem solved. As I speak, I've just received an email from the mayor, Ms Lorna X, saying, just do it. And this has been copied to Chief Anderson's office, so I expect that we should have some results soon. This job is just peachy. Thank you, Eustace. It's now 7pm and time to catch up with local news. Reports have been coming in of fast food crime on the roads of Gallatry. Pizza delivery moped drivers have been reporting that they are being followed by unmarked moped drivers. Then when they stop at the lights or to make a delivery, the second moped rides up alongside them, raises the Jolly Roger of a pizza warming bag and attacks them, stealing the spicy cargo and making off into the night. There is a suspicion that this is related to the opening of the flagship funding Hope for No Hopers business, Pirate Pete's Pizza Place, recently. Although we cannot confirm this. We have an update from the Chief. We have been following up some leads relating to the pizza piracy. We have been round to Pirate Pete's place, but it's deserted. There is nothing left. No ovens, no ingredients, no staff and an empty safe. This is why many customers were reporting on not getting their order. It was simply stolen from someone else. The only thing we found was written on this faded menu on the counter. Pirate Pete thanks you for the money. So long, my hearties. Other shores await us, you suckers. He paused, reading from his notebook. We think that a Mr. Pete Perfecto has something to do with this, and we're seeking him actively as we speak. Thank you. I'm sure that Chief Anderson will get his man. In other news, we are receiving reports of a large gathering in Gallatry Park. We're going over there to have a look-see what's happening. It's an eerie sight down here. 
There were thousands of zombies dressed in sportswear, dragging sleeping bags behind them, and I stood motionless around the hateful men here in many perfect concentric circles, as if in some kind of demonic maypole dance. They have been standing here motionless now for almost an hour. There's a real sense of anticipation. Other than my voice, there's hardly a sound anywhere in the park, as the giant black presence is sucking in sound as well as light. Any noise simply gets eaten away from my lips as I speak. Dead, like a thick fog has come around everywhere, and is obscuring sound like a blanket. The place seems unusually dark, as even the streetlights fail to make an impact. The men here seems to be radiating darkness. All the zombies are now turning in unison and face outwards from the men here. They have all opened their mouths, heads back, expectantly. Wait. The ground is trembling slightly and there is a very low rumble from under our feet. It's like a... Hello, dear listeners. I've set up the studio from down here in the vinyl vault at the station so we can get away from that terrible howl from the men here and the washed zombie horde down at the park. I've been consulting the Observer Radio Presenter Manual for the correct course of business continuity in the event of howling men years, but a page has been ripped out, and all that's left at the top of the page is the word mono. It could be a useful piece on men years or monoliths, or it might refer to a mono recording. I don't think that's pretty unlikely in a radio presenter's manual. So I've consulted Donna P. from the Council Scientific Research Centre, who's been doing some analysis on the terrible noise that is stopping the whole of Gallatry from a welcome bit of peace and quiet. Let's hear what she had to say. Well, we have analysed the sound and come up with a couple of theories. The energy source seems to be the huge men here, but the actual sound is coming from the 4,000 or so zombie tramps. We're not sure what the message means and whether it is the men here or the tramps communicating with us. We then did some research into audio phenomena and raided every book we could find in Gallatry for information on sound and recording techniques. But we feel we now have a breakthrough. We speeded up the howl several hundred times and the message becomes clear. Listen. The question is now, how do we respond to the message to stop this infernal noise? Do we tackle the power source or the 4,000-strong feral choir? Thanks, Don. It is clear that we do need to placate the men here, as there are only so many earplugs in emergency storage in this town, and we're now running low. Well, I've been manning the phone for hours, and I think we have a consensus of how to respond to the hateful men here's demand for aardvarks. After discounting the rather more stupid ideas such as go and get a job, you lazy piece of rock, or Stanley Kubrick was right to drop you after 2001, Mr. Noisy. We've decided to respond to the men here with the word Sherbet. Given out on placards for every citizen to carry around their necks, and more importantly have decided to reopen the night shelter and cancel the pavement tax as the economic quarter is again deserted after the pirate pizza business stroke crime fiasco. As dawn breaks, I have been sleeping to the lovely Gallatry-style silence after the howling has finally stopped. It seems like our plan works, dear listeners. With somewhere to go, the zombie tramps have returned to Friday Street and the men here simply disappeared as mysteriously as it had arrived. But what lesson should be drawn from this episode, dear listeners? 
Perhaps we should listen to those with no voice because a sneering hatred from the pavement can quickly turn into a powerful sonic force when given a powerful ally such as a men here. We all need to get back to normal. However, we all know that something has changed and we can never actually go back. Beggars now ask for change and simply open their mouths and point to the sky if no money is forthcoming. We all know that the men here could come back and that we have run out of earplugs. An uneasy peace has broken out. The sports shops will be robbed again. The pavements will be spewed on again. And the normal citizen will quake when they walk past the prostrate, gurning zombies again. We never did hear of Pete Perfecto again. Although we did hear tell of a pirate party standing for a council election in the nearby borough of Falls. From under the Centenary Bridge, the moans become louder and louder. The tortured voices joining in a haunting unison. Any evening, any day, you'll find us bright and way. You'll find us all doing the evening walk in gallantry. You have been listening to Gallatry, a community-funded local radio station. I'm Adam Aardvark. Max couldn't be around at the end of the show. He often needs to lie down in a darkened room and sort of, well, convalesce. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more or simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcometogallatry at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think, although we might already know what you think. Or failing that, if you genuinely have no idea, we can helpfully provide some new ideas that you can call your very own. Ideas that you can share with your friends and family and become a much more interesting and likeable person, if only to yourself. This has been a Gallatry Entertainment broadcast recorded in a haunted pub in Gallatry. No, honestly, voices appeared on the recordings that we later had to edit out. I think we got them all, but who's to know for sure? Anyway, Gallatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Ardvark, is copyright Gallatry Productions 2015. Thanks for listening. But remember, on your next journey home, Gallatry may be just around the corner. <laughs>